Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm here with my trusty co-host, Maeve Kitty, who is currently sleeping on the coffee table. This episode is a chat that I had with a gentleman by the name of Scar Petty. And if you're from southern New England, you are probably familiar with him, or at least his employer, WHJY, the rock station in Providence, Rhode Island. And you might also be familiar with his radio show, Metal Zone. We had a great chat talking about his history with the radio station and how he came to become the host of Metal Zone and the history of Dr. Metal, who tragically lost his life in the station nightclub fire, which happened, believe it or not, 19 years ago this month. It's just wild to think about that. I remember it like it was yesterday. But before we get started... As always, I want to thank everyone for the continued support. It is much appreciated. I also want to let you know that if you'd like to get in touch with me, you may do so. I'm often on Twitter at Metal Chat Pod, or you can email me metalmelissapodcast at gmail.com. Today is also February 10th, which is the 60th birthday of the late, great Cliff Burton from Metallica. It's hard to believe he'd be 60 years old. We're all getting old. I remember the day that we heard of his passing like it was yesterday. I'm very fortunate because I got to see him many times. Many people think that Metallica would be a little bit different if he were still alive. One can only speculate, but it is sad to think of what could have been. May he and Dr. Metal rest in peace. And with that, we are on to episode 29, my chat with Scarpetti. special guest, Scar Petty from 94HJY, which is the rock station in Providence, Rhode Island, which is the next state over from me because I have people from all over the world listening. So they have to like pull out the map to find out where Rhode Island is. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Thank you. So I thought before we talk about uh, my favorite show, Metal Zone, we would talk a little bit about you and you could tell everybody a little bit about your background and how you got into radio and why you got into radio. And are you from Rhode Island? I am, yes. Born and raised. And I grew up listening to 94HJY. It started in 1981. I was born in 1979. And I had a father who loved hard rock and rock and classic rock. And he was always listening to the station. And we always had really good jocks on there, like really good DJs that were different than everywhere else. And I grew up liking it. And I originally went to school to be a police officer. I didn't like the school. <laughs> I, That's very I different. I into it. Yes. I, I, you know, I wanted to be uh, Bruce Willis and in Die Hard and hold on to that part yeah. of the helicopter and chase a guy through a crowded street. And uh, yeah, that's and not what it's about. No, and it's so, not that glamorous. <laughs> no. So I'd rather do something fun. And I was like, my second favorite thing in life is uh, is talking. My first favorite thing in life is, is music. So if I could combine the two, let's see what happens here. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started as an intern at HJY and that was 20 years ago. And they basically never got rid of me. And I've done every job. <laughs> in the building except clean the toilets <laughs> wow well that's great so i mean you never like you always wanted to play for the hometown team and you never had to like go someplace else and then come back or anything like that 
No, I got lucky. Uh, that's not, that's a very rare thing in radio. And uh, right. I just kind of stuck it, it out. And then when things got tough, I got side jobs that would keep me still in the building. And it, it just always helped me out. And uh, it worked to my advantage. <laughs> it certainly did. Now you have a, you have a, a weekday show, right? Yes. Are you mm -hmm. the, you're the drive, drive? Yes, time? three to seven every day, myself and Doug Palmieri. And uh, we've been doing that for about five years. Before that, I was... Uh, the producer for the previous uh, show, uh, the Jeff Charles show. And uh, yeah, well, that was probably going 10 years. So it's, uh, yeah. It's been, a long, <laughs> it's been quite it's been, a while. Yeah, yeah. So um, how has it been, and you, maybe you can't answer this, how has it been since iHeartRadio took over? Uh, for me, they took over maybe two or three years into my start there. So I didn't really get to, like, I kind of got to see some of the, the heyday of radio when you still had big budgets and big staff right. and all the musicians would come through the building right. and, and all that fun stuff. Like I get, I get to have that fun before everything kind of went away. Like you can actually see behind me, I've got some of my treasures from over the yes. years, but Very all that cool. stuff is from like 15 years ago because those opportunities now have been sucked up by uh, pay VIP experiences and stuff like that. And right. There's not a lot of opportunities, unfortunately, for either myself and radio or just, you know, all of us fans of music to go and just meet a band. Were you got playing some podunk place, you know? Right, right. Were you concerned when, when like AAF, which was the rock station here in Boston, mm. when they went, were you guys worried about that maybe you guys were next or were you guys just like... I wasn't worried for us just because we, we, our ratings are insane. There's no other rock station in the country that gets the ratings that we get. Um, and we're kind of very unique and the company knows that and they really uh, uh, treat us with respect and they're like, we're just going to let you guys do your thing. It's working for you. Let's not mess it up. Uh, I was concerned just rock radio in general when AAF left. Right. I loved AAF. They were my second right. station growing up. Yeah. And, Oh man, I, I, my my late teens or early twenties, those, those guys are my bread and butter, and them leaving exactly. really just ugh, devastating. And it's the yeah. problem around the country right now. A lot of right. rock stations have disappeared. Exactly, and that's it's sort of sad because you know I'm old. I was born in '65, <laughs> so I'm way older than you. Um, so I grew up on radio, and that was it. There was no there was no uh, internet, and there was no satellite. I mean, you you listened to your rock your local rock station. That's what you listened to. And that's all you had. And I mean, if you lived in a market like Boston, you had, you know, you had some options. You had, you know, BCN and AAF. You could listen to a couple of different types of stations or whatever. But, you know, it was your local people. And you used to be able to get HJY just on the radio, like if the stars were aligned just right. I'm in oh, yeah. uh, near I'm near Cambridge. <laughs> we used to be able to get it. Now not, and then and then about 2000 it switched it. You had to listen to it on your computer. Mm. You know, you had to do the stream, which is annoying because it's like buffering and you know whatever. <laughs> but um, and then now, now of course you you are on iHeart. And the the flip side of that, the good thing about being on iHeart is people can listen to you from all over the world. Yes, like I, I went overseas a couple of years ago, and I, I put on our app, and I was like, wow, it's crazy. I can listen to like I pre-record my show, and so I wanted to make sure it was running okay. And right. I'm sitting in Amsterdam, and I'm listening to HJY. I'm like, this is crazy. Like this is really nuts. Like I get blown away when I go up to Boston, and HJY is still coming in sometimes. Yeah, a good like day. I said, it's it does. You know, it can kind of 
Yeah, it yeah. depends on the weather, I think. Yeah, something that like blows that. me yeah. away. I'm like, wow, there's so many people. Like, you try not to think about that or else you'll, you'll lose your, your, your mental capacity sometimes. Yeah, because even though... <laughs> Rhode Island's a small, uh, it's a small state. It's kind of mm. a bigger market, really, than than I think people think it is. Because mm. the other thing is, the flip side of that is, you guys aren't that far from, you know, Connecticut and even yeah. Long Island. And I know that people have said the same thing, that back in the day, if the, everything was aligned, they could pick you guys up. So you guys actually yeah. have a pretty wide, or had, I don't, I don't know what you still do. Well, you do now with the app. You have an even wider one. But, mm. you know, you had like a wide swath. Yes, yes. And I, I, I'm also the promotions director for the station. And so we get winners from Connecticut and the Cape and all over the place that are listening on the radio the old fashioned way. And it's like, wow, yeah. that's really great that you're doing that. Because sometimes, like, like, you, like you say, you have to have the, the stars aligned correctly to yeah. really get it in that far. But for some people, if they're right in their, if they're living in the right place. Seems to work out for him, which is the last really few cool. years of AAF. I couldn't even listen to AAF on my radio, and like I said, I'm in Cambridge, no. and I couldn't even. I mean, I, like, are you serious? I couldn't even just turn on the radio like a norm, like normal. And I'm, I'm old, and I'm old school. It's kind of weird <laughs> for me, you know. <laughs> I believe they moved their antenna at one point, so they were always based out of Worcester, right? But but they build themselves as a Boston station. Yeah, and then I think they, did, they, they tried to move the antenna. And it screwed yeah. everything up because you're yeah, right. Like really. I couldn't even get them in Rhode Island on a very good day anymore. Like I used to. I think used right. to be able to get them to like Providence. Yeah. And once that happened, forget about it. I had to go into right over the line of mass to be able to get them. And I was like, oh. And that was into my listening of them, unfortunately. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember um COZ, the rock and roll mother? Or are you not old enough to remember? Maybe no, I don't remember that. Remember no. COZ. <laughs> that was the rock and roll mother. <laughs> I used to have a t-shirt years ago. I don't even know where it is now. It's a thousand years old. So let's talk about um, Metal Zone and how Metal Zone came about and how you came about to be the host of Metal Zone. Okay. Uh, let's see. So the first host, I am the, I'm the fourth host. So the first host the was a guy I was named to Doug Fry. Out. Yeah. Okay. It's been, a, I think it's, it started, we, we don't have an exact date, but we think it started in 1986. 87 around that time and it was a guy called doug fry he did it for like the first year or the or the second year and then dr metal came in uh, my gonzos and he took it and really made it what it what it is today and right. took it to another level and was the host all the way up until his passing unfortunately and when i became in an intern and part-timer one of my first jobs was i would work saturday nights across the hall from hjy studio on our sister station our am station running the board in there and okay. just basically making sure that everything for computers took everything over a couple of years later. and me and doc became good friends over shared love of hard rock and heavy metal and it always blew my mind because i grew up listening to him, you know, and yeah. he was a wicked nice guy and he took yes, me under I've, his wing and he was one of the first guys at the station that did that. And it was really cool. I've met him and, a few uh, times and he, he was started always very, very on the show Cause I was kind of a, a nerd. Oh yeah. Wicked nice. Like if you called up when he was in the studio, he'd he talk to you. And you'd see him, I used to see him at shows and you just go up and chat with him, you know, whatever. And I, you know, throw in my requests, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, but yeah, he was always, always just a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. And so then uh, uh, I was a nerd for, I always knew what was going on with different bands. I just, I'd, I'd find out, I'd read the magazines and I was never good in school at remembering a lot of stuff I'd read in books. But when it came to simple stuff, uh, useless knowledge, I always seemed to be able to retain that very well. And it worked out well in this job. Yeah. And he would be like, hey, 
let's let's go on the air and talk about that this week. We'll talk about that band, the new album they are coming out, stuff like that. And um, after a while, he was just like, "Hey, you want to hang out again? Look, let's just do this every week. You can be the the sidekick." And that's kind of what happened. And from there on out, we just were were hanging out. I learned stuff, and and unfortunately. He died in the Station Nightclub fire. Yes, he did. Uh, that happened back in 2003. And, oh, this is awful. And yeah, uh, I miss him to this day. You know, it, it's You know awful. what's it? I was um, supposed to be at that show. And my boyfriend had the flu. And he was like, oh, you know, go without me. But, you know, men, the ladies know what I'm talking about. Men are babies, you know. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't leave you. You're too sick or whatever. And so I ended up not going to the show and I sold my ticket. And thank God mm. the people that I sold the ticket to, they got out alive because that's, you know. Oh, yeah. And he got up to go to the bathroom or something. And he came out and he turned the TV on and he was like, why is Channel 5, which is the ABC affiliate here in Boston, mm. why is it on at like one o'clock in the morning? Like, why is, why is the news still on? You know what I mean? And he actually woke me up and he said, oh, my God, thank God. You know, and yeah. we just we, we and we watched it. It was like all night. We just sat in front mm -hmm. of the TV, you know, just hoping that everybody was OK, because I go to tons and tons of shows. I travel right? the world yeah. going to shows and you don't even think about you don't mm -hmm. think now I do. Interestingly enough, now I go in and even like last night I was in Philly to see Bruce Dickinson um, spoken word. And it's like you get in and you look where the exit is. Yes. You find oh, you yes. find the exit. You, you got a plan. You always mm -hmm. I always have a plan now. Oh yeah. So like, so I'm a survivor myself from that night. I was there with Doc. You were actually. there. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, if you I see the footage, I'm the guy moving the HJY van. If you see any of the raw footage, I'm the guy moving the van after I get out. And it's funny because every since ever since then, I hear a lot of stories like yours where people are like, I, I was supposed to go to that. This came up or that came up and, and it's crazy. But then on the other side of it too, is that all of us, like you just said, as rock fans, you know, we go to so many shows. They're, they're arena shows, they're club shows, yeah. and that all hit us right in the in the heart because we're all like, that could have been us. Yeah, we're just going absolutely. to see a show. No one thinks that that's going to happen, you know. Right. And so after that happened, we were we didn't know what to do with the metal zone. We're like, what are we going to do? And so for a while, we actually just called it. Uh, we changed the name of it, and it became the Gonzo Hours, which was and then it was like uh, it was just uh, pre like previous re like uh, reruns. Right? Uh, no, actually, it was a uh, big Jim who was one of our oh. guys at the station. Oh, back I know, in the day. but yeah, I know big Jim. We, we yeah. just wanted to rename it because we didn't feel like it was right for us to just take the show and move on like nothing happened. We thought right. that's weird. Okay. So his nickname, Doctor Metal's nickname, was Gonzo, and we were like, we'll call it the Gonzo Hours, and we'll just move on from there. We did that for about a year, and I was still helping out with the show, and we finally were like, you know what? I think it's time to to bring the show back and officially call it Metal Zone, and we'll do it in his honor. And then I decided to kind of take a step back, though, because I was um, uh, doing more work at the radio station and, and working midnight to 3 a.m. on Saturday nights was not fitting my lifestyle like it used to back in the day. <laughs> yes, because that so used to be break. like live. It was a live show. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Uh, so then a couple of years later, unfortunately, Big Jim got let go and they asked me if I'd take it over because uh, they knew I was a big hard rock heavy metal guy. And I said, absolutely. And after that, that the rest is history. I think I've been doing it now since, wow, maybe two thousand eight, two thousand seven. <laughs> I was trying to trying to remember because I know it's been it's been a long time. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah, and it's a ton of fun because it's the only show uh, on our station where the jock myself is completely and utterly in charge of all the music that's being played on that, that show. That's what I was going to ask you. You are the curator. Yes. 
Yes. And it's, it's crazy because, uh, uh, you know, it's just not happening in radio nowadays. No, you know? it's not. It's uh, not. I get so, we get a lot of freedom on HJY, which is unusual, but it's, it's cool because our bosses, they, they trust us. They know we're not going to be knuckleheads. Uh, but the metal zone, that's where I get my, my yayas out every week because I get to play whatever I want. And then I get to internet act with the listeners and they, they react to us playing a certain song and I'll tell them what I like and what my favorites are and they do the same. So uh, that's one of my favorite parts of, of the job. So why do you do, so for people who have never listened to it, you mm -hmm. do, you open with two from the same artist, artist every hour. Yes. Yes. Just a fun thing to do because sometimes it started for me because um, I would be playing a, a band and I'm like, man, I want to play the other song by them too. You know, like when you get a band like Iron Maiden. Yeah who has so many great songs and Slayer right. and Metallica, you're like, how can I just pick one this week? Like, I want to play two. Or when you get some of the newer bands. Right. Let's say like you get the new Amon Marth or something like that, or the new Ghost. I know you're going to see them this week. I am, uh, yeah. you, you get to feature the album a little bit more before it comes out and hopefully turn on some some fans that then will go out and pick it up, you know? Right. And then support those bands, which is exactly. utterly, you know, I mean, that's, that's really what I want people to do is get out there and support these bands. So then right. you keep on going, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So how do you, because you know, it's interesting because I'll oftentimes try to think of, I wonder what he's going to open with. And I always think it's going to be like <laughs> something like, like you're like, this is the 38th anniversary of this album or whatever. So mm. he's going to do that or it's so-and-so's birthday. So he's going to, and you don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, I don't get hung up on that stuff though. That's that's why. Because um, That's kind of a good uh, thing, I guess. Yes, because uh, I've read a lot of, well, there's a lot of jocks that I know that use that as a, a crutch. So mm -hmm. I try to stay away from it. But there are times where I do do that too because um, uh, we celebrate the anniversary of Dimebag Daryl's uh, yes. passing. Yes. You know, we yes. pay tribute to him, Absolutely. pay tribute to Pete Steele from Typo and a lot of other guys that have passed away. Usually right. when Cliff Burton's uh, anniversary comes up, we try to play a couple of his tracks. So, and, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes I have so much work for my regular part of my job. I sometimes don't get the focus completely on the metal zone like I want to every week. So I do miss things here and there. I'm like, oh, I should have done that this week, you know? Or uh, there's times when I, I, I got the anniversary wrong <laughs> and I did it the wrong week. That has happened uh, too. You can't trust so. the internet, man. You exactly. can't trust the internet. Yes. Somebody posted something one week and, and they were wrong. And I didn't realize that until the show was already playing that night and I already did all my stuff. I'm like, man, and then yeah. I got to pay attention more. But, but that's how, kind of how we do it, you know? How long does it take? to get a show together, like to pick out the music and to record it. And I mean, do you, do you start out like, okay, I'm gonna do this list of songs and then get it together and then record? Well, I have a, so I have a, a, a show prep sheet that I have that it, first half of it, it's all the hard rock heavy metal shows that are coming to the area in the next like five to six months. Okay. And I try to keep an eye on that so that I can help promote those shows. Um, like last weekend, the show, was a lot of uh, Kill Switch Engage and yes. August Burns Red and Light the Torch because they played Sunday night at the House of Blues. Right. I thought that'd be cool to play a bunch of their stuff and make sure people know that the show's happening. Uh, and then my second half of my prep sheet is all the new music that I get uh, from a couple of different record companies and promoters. And it's uh, just a list of the bands and the songs and when those albums are coming out and ones that I think are good because I get sent a, a, a lot of 
a lot of crap sometimes. <laughs> and so uh, I have that on there and I try to hit those, but also mix in a lot of the, the classic stuff too. And mm -hmm. usually it starts on today actually is when I started putting the show together, just kind of piecing it together a little bit. And then tomorrow I'll kind of refine it. And then Thursday and Friday is when I'll actually uh, record the show. And, uh, mm -hmm. but I kind of start to, I try to do it earlier in the week. So then when anything pops up, I can get in there and then adjust. Edit it a little bit. Yeah. You, what I do really like about the show is you don't do a lot of talking. There's, okay, you cram as much music as you can. Cause you only get, you get three mm -hmm. hours. Well, minus, you know, commercials yes. and, you know, whatever. Sometimes <laughs> there's that weird thing that, um, iHeart puts in like a, plays a song like that doesn't fit in that I'm like, but I yes. guess it's just, they, they do that. It's just it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's filler. And that's actually usually when you're listening on the app because sometimes the commercials don't match up with exactly the, the music so yep. they do that once in a while i've heard that too and i'm like what is that that should have been yeah like, like, especially well, when it happens on the metal like why are they playing you know alice in chains or they're playing you know uh steve miller or something weird I'm like, yes <laughs> but I, I figured that that's what it was you know that, that they were just they were just trying to, to, to yes. fill it in so you don't so you get i don't know what it is two hour uh, two and a half hours maybe minus all the garbage so you have to cram everything in. And I like that, you know, you yes. maybe get to two and a half hours and you don't turn it into a talk show. You just, yes. you know. I, I got asked a lot to do a lot of interviews with some of the bands. And uh, my my thing to them is, and this work goes for any radio nowadays, actually. We have, we have research on this. People don't listen to hear a lot of interviews. They just don't. And well, on my show, being at Midnight, now. Exactly. They want to hear it on, if you want to talk, you go to a podcast nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's it. Exactly. You know? And then also my show being on at midnight, like, People at that time of night, they don't really want to hear a lot of lot of chatting. They want me to maybe say, it's this band. Hey, they got a new album coming out. They're going to come through the town in so-and-so months. Other than that, they want to hear the music. So I'm just like them. I don't want to yap too much. I just want to give no, them the music. No, no, because sometimes, sometimes I'm in bed. You know, I, I sometimes I have to be to work early on Sunday morning, mm. whatever. Sometimes I nod off and I wake up and I, you know, yeah. I'm, how come <laughs> you don't, like you can't listen to this. You have to listen to show on on that time. You can't. There's no. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a replay or anything. Replay. Like that. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. You don't. Why? Why? Or. Uh, that's a very good question. It's uh, it's all technical. Like we've tried different ways to try to get around some of the limitations that are in our way, and it just mm -hmm. hasn't happened. Um, and then usually, it now comes down to also that. Uh, I just don't have any help with the show. You know, it's just me. And I kind of would need somebody else to help me out, like a producer or an intern. And in radio nowadays, like that's just, it's, we're all different, seven different jobs, you know, like I'm the promotions yeah. director, I do production, uh, I do the afternoon show and I'm doing the metal zone. It's a, uh, it's a, a lot for one a lot person. Of hats. <laughs> yeah. One, one hat. And it's like, uh, so unfortunately, sometimes it's that I just don't have enough time, unfortunately, like that. That is something I, I try to explore and get around. It just hasn't happened yet, unfortunately. Yeah, because sometimes I, you know, sometimes I do miss it, you know. But mm. I, but I do listen. Like I listen wherever I, wherever I go, because I have the app, so I can listen to it. Awesome. You know, wherever I, wherever <laughs> I am. You. I've listened to it in Amsterdam as well, as a matter nice. of fact. Nice. There you go. There. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I really, I really like to support local radio, and I really like mm. the show, and I really like the fact that um, it's not a bot picking picking songs it's an yeah. actual human being who's who's picking songs so yeah. who do you who are you some of your favorite bands oh i i mean from not just the metal world uh my favorite band is rush i love rush oh I'm i do massive too. rush fan oh. oh 
just uh, I could eat, sleep, and breathe Rush twenty four seven. I really love that. Down and, that and, rabbit uh, hole. Uh, <laughs> Iron Maiden, Def Leppard, uh, Anthrax. Though I've got a fondness for the John Bush years. I really Me love too. those years because I too. grew up during those yeah. years. Yeah. That's when I got into the band. I love Joey Belladonna too, but John Bush is my guy. Yeah. Um, some of the newer stuff, like I love Amon Marth, I love Ghost, I love Volbeat. Uh, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of bands that I yeah, love. Yeah, there's a lot of bands out there. Oh. There's, so, there's so much. There's so much out there. Yes. It's, it's Pre-COVID, even... I mean, I was going to so many shows left and right. And that, that's that's yeah. what I love about this time, kind of to be a, a hard rock metal fan, is that you can go see these classic bands that, you know, are from... 40 50 years ago almost Judas Priest doing their 50th anniversary right now it's insane are you going to that show I uh, yes April yes 4th? I love them I've seen them every time they come through absolutely love Priest and uh Richie Faulkner has been fantastic I think yes with, he uh, has place he, he of, uh, breathed new life into them yes absolutely yeah and uh it's just amazing then you can go see some smaller local bands and like I play I try to play some local metal bands on the show too from Nass and from from Rhode Island and there's some great local metal. There is, there is, and I and I love that because you really, I love going to the local bands too. Right. Because a lot of the local bands that I saw are now not so local anymore. Yeah. You know. Which is always awesome to see. Get them. Yeah. Get to see them. There, to see them do. To see them Absolutely. do well. So do you come to Boston to see shows? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Is that you, Isn't that the, that's the great thing about our region is that we have so many venues. And it's just a quick ride up 95 or down 95 to Connecticut to go see all these shows. The, yeah. You got the casinos, go out to Worcester and go to DCU Center and the Palladium. And then you got Boston. I love that. Even going to New York. It's a show. Yeah, I go to New York a lot. Yeah. 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 I've seen a bunch of shows out there too myself. And, and up it's to just, Montreal. It's oh, up the street too. It's, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I absolutely no, I've, love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Live music is my is my medicine. Uh like I, I always uh my on-air cohort in the afternoon he's always making fun of me for watching live music on uh youtube all the time and stuff like that because i'm not going to a lot of shows right now I'm right. Like, well i need to get my live music fixed somehow and that's yeah. my drug and I, I just love it i love going to live music it's just i do, I do too there's just something you know? about it that's just like just yeah so and it was just so sad with covid and you know yeah all, and you know i had and i'm sure you did too like everybody had tons of shows that just kept oh, yeah. getting rolled yeah. over i'm going to download <laughs> it's been rolled over and rolled over and rolled over for like two years you know, and hopefully, you know, I'm gonna go. And oh, I was yeah. supposed to go. I was supposed to go to Australia, New Zealand to see um, Iron Maiden oh. in 2020, and that got. Uh, yeah. That would have been awesome. That's great. Yeah. You going to all those shows. I always wanted to do that. I wanted to go to download all those things. And... Well, I'm single. I don't have. I don't have any kids. <laughs> so that's that's. Uh, yeah. See, my single years before, I, that's what I did. I got to go all over the place. Now I got. I got a wife and child, and I can't do that. So much you got a little anymore. one, right? Because I remember it was a couple yes. of years ago, right? Two? I got eight. Year old, yes. <laughs> oh, eight? Did you say eight? Oh, I lost you there for a minute. There you go. You still there? Yes. Yes, eight years old. Yes. Oh, I, oh my God! I thought, I thought it was like little, little. No, no, not no anymore. Reason. Unfortunately, oh. no. <laughs> oh wow! All right. I Seems like he was just the other day, but not anymore. No, eight no. years old, and he's starting to get into music now too. And and I, I've been turning him on to a lot of stuff, and it's kind of funny to see what he likes and doesn't like, and. Uh, I'm loving that. I can't wait to take him to a show. I was we're just gonna, gonna say, we're gonna go to, any shows? We were gonna go to to, to Kiss before the, the COVID hit, and uh, unfortunately, that hit. And then uh, the rescheduled show, I just wasn't comfortable taking him to him yet with all yeah. everything going on. So, 
Yeah. Someday, someday. It's weird. Hopefully their because... never-ending tour continues, and you know. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> you, you'll 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 have a chance to see Kiss. You come come yeah. to download. They're playing download. Right there you go. Over, yeah. Over the UK. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's weird because when I was a kid, you never saw people with their little kids at a rock yeah. show, and now, I mean, it's unbelievable. They get six-year-olds. Mm. I saw. I was at. Um, I went to. I'm a huge Iron Maiden fan, and I go everywhere to see them. And um, I was in San Antonio, Texas, um, a couple of years ago, was it 2019? And there was a woman that had a baby in one of those papoose things that like, a, you know, that you wear. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what are you doing? And the kids got on the headphones that are bigger than the, than the kid's head. Oh, yeah. They're just kind yeah. of sticking out of this pouch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I that. I remember a being a 10-year-old. And I was like the only 10-year-old there. My dad started taking me to shows when I was 10 years old because he he uh, would go to some shows that my, my older brother didn't want to go to or my mom didn't want to go to. And he's like, you're old enough. Let, let, let's go. We're going to go to a couple of shows. And I remember being like the only young kid yeah, there. Yeah, because there never, there never was. No. There never was. So Absolutely. who did you see first? Who was the first show you saw? My first uh, show, what was it? Hold on, I have it right over here. Ah, it was, uh, I have a... a poster board with a bunch of my old tickets on it uh it was the scorpions great white and trickster at the dunkin donut center in 1991 wow yeah yeah the crazy world tour crazy world the, tour. The i saw scorpions. that tour yes. too i was yeah. not 10 though but <laughs> <laughs> great show i loved it and then from there on out that was the end i was going to live shows all the time loved it yeah yeah how about That's you awesome. who are your favorite bands so my favorite band is iron maiden Nice. They're my favorite favorites, but I am a huge Rush fan. A massive. Mm. Did you go? Did you go to the Clockwork Angels show? The yes, last? yes. Oh, my, I've how, seen them I've twelve seen them, times, I think. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them a million times too, <laughs> and they just I've, since nineteen eighty. I've seen them, so oh, I've, yeah, so I've lucky. seen them a long, a long time. Uh, but that was that show was just so amazing and fitting, and it was so sad when Neil passed away. I just, oh, I know. You know, yeah, what a loss. Uh, I just watched the uh, the DVD again the other night, Time Stands Still, the documentary from that last tour. And it's just, you know, half of it, you're like, this is great. They sound so fantastic. But then, you know, near the end there, you get so emotional because yeah. you know that what you're seeing is kind of the beginning of the end for him, unfortunately. You know? right. he, he didn't really get to enjoy his retirement, unfortunately. He didn't at so. all. There's just so many layers to it that makes you really sad as a as a fan. You know, I know he went through so much, he so much yeah. loss and everything. It's just so sad. Yeah, and what a genius, you know. Yeah, Absolutely. so I love them. I mean, I love I love Metallica, but I like more old. I'm more old school Metallica. Yeah, me too. Doctor Metal's favorite band was Metallica, correct? Yes, love Metallica. Yep, one of his last shows, he actually talked about the band, and he's like. I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know what they're going to sound like in the next <laughs> album, but you know, at least we got the classic stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, now they're doing shows with whatever Lady Gaga or whatever. Doing yeah. Right. Yeah. And selling uh, their own watch and wine and all this other weird stuff that I'm like, that's very odd. Yeah. But then Tony Iommi's got his own fragrance now. I mean, I don't yes. even know what's going on. What is that? <laughs> it's just so weird. I'm also a big Black Sabbath fan as well. So I love Sabbath. So, Absolutely you know, and I, you know, Ronnie, Heaven and Hell is yep. my favorite, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sabbath album, you know, because I love Ronnie James Dio. Oh, but yeah, I like, you know, but I, but I try very hard to um, stick with the, you know, get to know the new stuff. You know, I don't want to be just one of that, that, you know, dinosaur that's in the past. You know, I always try to like, oh, yeah. you know, um, check out the new bands and stuff like that. Like Crystal Viper, I really like them. And most of I really oh, yeah, like them. Yeah. I, I, 
but I, do, I buy tons of music. I spend a lot of money on Bandcamp. I still and get. I still do physical music. I love buying I CDs. I got three more in the mail today. One of them was Mastodon. Uh, I just love picking up albums. Vinyl too is a massive thing for me again now. I love I, collecting that. I went to uh, three record stores while I was in Philly, and I bought three CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't buy I any it. albums. I didn't buy any albums because I didn't. I just had the little overnight bag. I was like, my mm. friend is like, can't, what are you gonna do here? He was like, he was looking at this picture disc he wanted to go get, but it was like, I was like, where are you gonna put it? You know, he's like, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. So I know I very much buy a lot of. How do you feel about extreme metal? So I'm. Um, some of the, the heavier stuff, I, I, I'm just not a big fan of. Like the, the, uh, the Cookie Monster vocal stuff is what mm -hmm. I, I call it. I have nothing but respect for those guys. Like it's just not my bag, you know? I never could get really into it, you know? I still play it on the show because I always tell people, I'm like, look, it's not just all about what I like. That's not right. what the show is here for. <laughs> it's for you guys to let me know what you want. And I'm going to try to play all of it. We'll play, we'll play the classics. We'll play the Dio. We'll play the Metallica and the Slayer old stuff. But then we're going to play the new bands too, you know, because that, that's what we, we want to keep it fresh and going and turn you on to new stuff. Uh, but even the stuff that I'm not a big fan of, I'll, st I'll still play it because I know there's people out there that want to hear that stuff. Right. So even though yeah, it's not I, my, my bag, totally cool. I, I love the music. I have a little trouble with the vocals. Mm. Um, I struggle with the vocals. But, but for whatever reason, I really love it live. I don't have a problem mm. with the vocals live. Again, yes. it's live. It's just a whole different... I don't know. I would agree with whatever. that. Yeah. I, I brought up Amon Amarth a couple of times and, and, and it's, they're just top of mind because I've been listening to them a lot lately for some reason, but that's actually how I got turned on to them. I, I saw them when they played with Megadeth a couple of years ago and was I was blown show. away by the show. They were fantastic. Even though I played a couple of tracks in the show, I wasn't completely into them. So I'm live and I was like, wow, they sound so awesome live. This is great. And then it made me go and revisit them and I dove into the catalog even more and that's one of the things I think about live music is that it can really turn you on to a band that you may have previously decided you're not into just based right. on the, the record, but then you go see them live. It's a completely and different beast. It know? is. It is. It's definitely, it's, that's, that's what does it for me. So sometimes yeah. if I like, I know somebody really, really likes a band, you know, and it, it, you know, they're playing locally and it's, you know, it's a reasonably priced show or whatever, you know, I'll just go check them out. I mean, it's a night out. <laughs> You know, get a Absolutely. beer and and you know <laughs> and enjoy and enjoy the show. One of these extreme metal bands that I've been getting into lately is Hooded Menace. Oh, nice! Yes, my, I, I don't, my buddy's trying to be onto them. The thing about they have melody. There's mm. melody, and it the, the I mean there is some harsh vocals, but it, they seem to be more spare, uh, used sparingly. I don't I don't know how to explain, it, but I'm yeah mm. I'm digging them. I don't I don't know why, nice. but uh, I've gotten um, I've gotten rather fond of them. <laughs> Considering that most of the time I'm just, you know, I'm a huge Night Demon fan as well, you know. Oh, yes. They remind me Night of, Demon. you know, yeah. you know, they, the traditional. You know, mm -hmm. there's been that, that big, huge surge now in, you know, trad metal, you know, like Eternal mm -hmm. Champion and Seven Sisters and all of that kind of stuff. That's really been nice that they've sort of, you know, you know. There's and then so I, much, isn't there? There's so many different things under the hard rock, heavy metal umbrella, as I, I say. It's insane, all the different genres and subgenres and stuff. And there's so much good stuff, though. Like, you're going to download. How many different bands are on that list? It's like 30, that are just so it's 30 different bands, bands, three days, 30 bands. Yeah. And, you know, there's headliners, right? Absolutely. There's, you know, Kiss and there's, yeah. but, you know, I want to see, there's a lot of bands that mm. I've never heard of that I want to see. You know, and just the smaller bands. It's just yeah, just to yeah. go, just to go, 
to go just see all the, I mean, you can't see every band because bands yeah. play in the different stages, you know, like when you go to Oz, even to Oz you never could see everybody, you know, <laughs> you kind of saw them, you know, piecemeal or whatever. You saw a little mm. bit of this and a little bit of that, but you know, yeah, you like, I like that. And I always try to go to the opening and see the opening band. Mm. I always try to do that. You know, if it's an established band, sometimes I, I don't just because I'm well, like, it, ah, yeah. I'm going to have another beer well, in the saw, parking lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Ghost, but I saw, I went mm. to, obviously, I just told you, I see a lot of Iron Maiden shows. Mm. So I, I saw them a bunch of times and I was, so some, some slots, I didn't make it to see them because I had already seen it. Mm. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, um, but I do try at least once the mm. ones go around, you know. Yeah. Usually it depends on the venue. Like at the casinos, I'll usually go in for the first bands and everything because there's not much to do there except for gamble and lose my money. But when it's like the Xfinity and stuff like that, where you can do tailgating, usually I get stuck in the parking lot and you're you're meeting new people and, yeah. you know, you're playing music and they're playing music and you're like, hey, wait, what is that song you're playing? And then you start talking and they're telling you their war stories yeah. and they're telling you, they're, you're, you know, them yours and you're comparing shows that you went to yep. oh i saw tool back in 1995 oh yeah well i saw metallica in 1985 and you know stuff like that and usually yeah. I'm like, oh, oh we gotta go in it's time to go see them it's time to see the headliner we're exactly, yeah. tailgating all night long <laughs> that's that's true now how does your wife feel about this kind of music does she like it um she's cool with rock regular rock like she's done a whole bunch of shows with me she's not a heavy metal fan unfortunately but uh that's kind of what makes her a great woman is that we don't have we don't share all, everything the same as far as our likes mm -hmm. and dislikes we kind of can do our own thing complement each together. other yeah exactly yeah it's nice because then you get a little break and you know uh, i'll drive her nuts with a lot of stuff i play uh if we go on vacation uh usually i'm the one trying to control the radio i was and, just gonna uh, say who's, listening, who's 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 um playing the you know the music on the, in the car constant yeah. fight <laughs> So what is she, what kind of music, what does she like? What, who are the bands that she likes? Does she like the oh, more like the mainstream? She's kind of one of those people that, and these are people I really don't understand. I bet you you feel the same way. She's kind of a person that once she got out of college, she kind of just didn't listen to new music. And really, she was like, well, I love those bands that I listened to growing up, but then that was kind of it. And so what's on and is like, on. And, yeah, and it's like background, you know? background, yeah, background I noise. I can't do that either. And I don't understand people that are kind of like that. I'm like, really? Like music is such a massive thing for me that I don't know how I would do without it. <laughs> I've been known to stand in front of my record player for, you know, what are you standing in front of it for? But I'm like standing in front of it watching. Yes. <laughs> Idiot, you know? Or like, sit in my car and wait for a song. Like I got yes! home, I'm in the driveway, but I'm still going to sit there and finish sit that song because home. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love this and song. And the thing yeah. is, is that it's what's so funny about it is like, you have it, right? You have that CD. Yes. You could go home yes. and you could play it on repeat over and over and over and over again. You didn't, you didn't have to, you know, yes. I do the same thing, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll walk around the block or I'll whatever. And, you know, like I'll listen and, uh, and it's like, why am I doing that? I have that on, I have that album on my phone. I could have just yes. like, <laughs> oh yeah. Just, uh, or you have it on vinyl on, cassette, I have, I, on the iPod. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I have, uh, I have like, you know, so much Iron Maiden stuff. I have like uh, every album in like six different forms, and I've got the 2015 remaster and the 20 this remaster and that remaster. I got like a, a thousand different <laughs> CDs of the same yes. CD, you know? Yes. And uh, yeah, and I just keep buying it. <laughs> I just, I'm the same yeah. Way. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I get stuff from the radio station and I'm like, really? There's another anniversary edition of this? Holy cow. I think what I just get the other day uh, or a little while ago, we got a, uh, anniversary. I'm looking, I have like a rack of albums over here on yes. my side of my wall. Uh, I have like three different versions of White Snake's Slide It In album. <laughs> it's like a 25th anniversary, a 38th, and a 35th. I'm like, what's going on here Dave yeah. really needs the money I guess I don't know I get yeah yeah you get that you get that thing and you're like it's been remastered and then this one's been remixed and then yes. this one you know and then but and then I have and then I have stuff like well this was this was pressed and this is the Japanese pressing and this is the oh, Europe yes. pressing and this is the Canadian pressing and this is <laughs> uh, I'm out of my mind and then t-shirts you have a lot of do you have a lot of t-shirts you, are you a t-shirt guy? Not as many guy? as I used to. Like I, I was smart in my 20s where I started to save a whole bunch of them. Like I, I got some classic shirts that I absolutely love, but a lot of my other ones, I didn't take care of them and they're just gone. They just destructed, self-destructed one day. Yeah. Unfortunately, and mine, that. mine too. And then my mom got rid of a bunch of them. I had a box of stuff, you know, and I came back <laughs> home and from school and it was like, what? Like, and yeah. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> You're not wearing those any, you know. So yeah, unfortunately. But then now I've just re-upped, so I have like tons of uh, tons of shirts, tons of them. You know, it's just. Oh yeah, between those and all the shirts I got from the radio station, I had to. I was kind gonna of, say you probably got like yeah a lot of promo stuff. Yeah. I got the, the wife told me I, I got put in timeout. No more t-shirts. No more t-shirts in the house. That's it. <laughs> See, I'm single. I don't have anybody to tell me that. The cat does not tell me. Uh, stop buying good, vinyl and stop bringing Trust home t-shirts. I know. I know. I probably should get somebody to reel me in. So, so then you're going to see Ghost. Mm. You're not going to the show in Worcester, though. You no, that's the one I'm supposed to be going to. Yeah. Oh, you're going to the one. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be. I'm going to be in the pit. My friend. Got oh, nice. Nice. I'm be in the pit. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. Be... Good for you. They put on a hell of a show. I love yeah. Ghost. Like that's another yeah. band where I I liked what I heard, but then when I saw them live, I was like, oh, this is way better than I thought. You Did know? you see them at the House of Blues? No, Before... I did not. So, so the first time you saw them was with Maiden? Was that the first time no, you saw them? No, when did I first see them? Oof, that's a very good question. I'm not sure. I know I saw them on the first couple of albums. Oh, I actually, I uh, first Grand? album, I, they I went to New York Grand? City. Oh, okay. I went to New York City and I saw them in New York City. I can't remember the name of the venue. Um, it was like Roseland or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Roseland Ballroom, yeah. Gone from, yeah, I think it's gone now, unfortunately. Yeah, that and B.B. Um, Kings is gone too. Yes, isn't that sad? <laughs> oh, place of, yeah. But I think that was the first time I saw them live. And uh, I actually ran into Kenny Hickey uh, from Typo Negative. He was oh, in the wow. crowd watching the show. And uh, and we ended up talking after the show. And he's like, oh, yeah, these guys are great. And I see them every time they come. And it was a big whole night for me and my, my buddy because we're also big Typo Negative fans. I love, love Typo Negative. I love Typo Negative too, yes. One of my favorite bands. Absolutely. <laughs> another, another terrible <laughs> loss. Pete gone too soon. Way too soon. Yes, absolutely. It's been like 10 years since Pete passed away, too. I, I can't know. believe that. I heard something the other day. I'm like, really? It's been that long? Jeez. That's another band I've probably seen 12 times. Uh, like in, in our area, Typo Negative came through town like every fall. Yes, they point. did. It was like an annual tradition. Oh, it's Halloween. That means Typo Negative is going to be I in town. Either they went in, to yeah. Worcester or Providence or Boston. Ugh, it's, and I remember so back, back in the day, I mean, bands used to play Boston and Providence because I would go, I would see a show at Avalon and then go mm. to the Strand. Oh yeah, me, me too. Yeah. Or go to a show in Providence and then they'd be up in Worcester the next night. Right. You know, I had right. a bunch of bands. They would say that on stage. Hey, if you like tonight's show, 
go tomorrow night. Or I was at uh, another of my favorite bands is Monster Magnet. Uh, I love them. And they were playing a show down here and a couple of guys were yelling out certain songs they wanted to hear. And the lead singer finally said at the end of the show, hey, if you want to hear that album, we're playing it tomorrow night. Just go to Worcester. You'll be all set. And so half the crowd, I saw half the crowd the next night. So you're like, oh, hey, we'll all be there. Yeah. 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 What do you think about um, the price of concert tickets? I mean, I guess the people kind of don't have any choice now. They have to make their money somehow. But it's, man, it's yeah, it's really it's crazy, insane. isn't it? It's like, uh, I'm lucky because I work in this business, so I get to have uh, uh, some freebies here and there, yep. but it's it's insane. Like, like, you know, I, like I said, I got a poster over here of old concert tickets, and my buddies always gravitate towards it because they start looking at the price. They're like, wait a minute, what's that say? No. Did you see, you know, Metallica at Dunkin' Donuts Center for 25 bucks? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I saw the Back in Black tour, and I think it was $9. So, so my buddy, my, my little guy's saying goodnight to me. <laughs> oh, well, we'll wrap things up because I know you oh, probably okay. uh, no want to go and uh, see <laughs> okay. the family. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you, crazy, so you're like, at home. You're not, like you're, not at, you're not at the studio because I saw everything nope. behind me. I thought that you were like still at work. Nope, I'm at home. This is my, I'm in my, my room. I have a room in the house where it's all my, my collectibles and music Your stuff man cave? Yes, yes. <laughs> So I don't annoy the wife with all my nonsense throughout the rest of the house. I'm a, you can see I'm a music fan. I'm a sports fan. And then I'm also a big nerd collector uh, of Ghostbusters and other things from my childhood, like G.I. Joe and Transformers and stuff. And uh, that's uh, this is where I put yeah, all I, I got, I got you know, that more stuff to dust. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. It's a yeah. pain in the butt. But I love it. I'll come down here on Saturday nights and I'll pop on some some records and just hang out and enjoy a beer. And this is, you know, it's a nice place to kind of relax a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. So you were saying I was going to ask you what other what other hobbies that you had, but you alluded to this because I follow you on Twitter. So I do know that you're a sports <laughs> fan. Um, oh, yes. Right. So, uh, yes. Super Bowl. We're not. Absolutely. In it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to watch that next year. week. I like that there's no skin in the game for me. I, yeah. I like that. It's a little more relaxing. You can just watch it and enjoy it. Uh, I'm pulling for Cincinnati. You know, I am been, too. They've I been a the bottom underdog. dweller for so long. You know, yeah. I want to see the win. Plus, yeah, I hate LA. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. I, I was telling somebody I love an underdog unless it's, you know, Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm rooting for the for the Patriots. What do you think is going, uh, what do you think is going to happen with Tom Brady? You think, um, did you see that? I don't know if you saw that. I was reading something. I think it was in the Sports Hub. It posted something that said that now he's saying that his quarterbacking days may not be over. You think he's. Um, I saw that. Yeah. What is he? That's Odd, right? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think maybe he's just, you know, he's hedging his bets because he doesn't know how. I think he really wants to keep playing, I think. like In a perfect world, I think he'd keep on playing and he'd die in that field because he he loves it so yeah. much. Yeah. So I think he's just like, maybe if I get the itch, you know, he, Jordan did it. If you want to talk about yeah. the greatest of all time, Jordan came back. Uh Brady, though, I just don't see it happening. I think he's I, kind of just teasing us a little bit. I wish that they would, sold. the Patriots would sign him for like, you know, one day right? or whatever. So he would retire a Patriot. Exactly. I hope so, too. But everything seems to be um, not very good in the, that camp right now. Yeah. They seem to be bickering like a bunch of high school don't we, kids. Don't we still need an offensive coordinator, right? Yep. Yeah, the team itself doesn't look good right now. No, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. So you maybe know? he could go get a job over there. 
But yeah, I, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. It's, it makes uh, me sad. Yeah, David yeah. Ortiz is now in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's awesome. I love David. Which is awesome too. Love it. Absolutely love it. Haven't we been spoiled the last twenty we years? We have. Kind of don't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. And did you? Did you? Um. Did you start to follow Tom? Did you start to follow the Bucks? When Tom went I down did. there, yes, I, I was cheering for him in the Super Bowl last year. You know, yeah. oh yeah. Um, the whole when he first left, I was upset with him because I really thought that he kind of turned his back, and I didn't understand that. And I still respected him and loved everything he did here. Uh, now, a year or two later, I kind of have a different feeling with it. I'm kind of more like, I think the Patriots screwed up in this, and they yep. kind of mistreated him. And yep. It's very, it reminds me, actually, I said this on the other, the other day, it kind of reminds me of Larry Bird when he left the Celtics. Right. He left because he was injured, he couldn't play anymore, but something happened there where he never had the same relationship yeah. with the team. I felt the same way. I think that something did go sour with Belichick yeah. and this did, didn't. Um... Very odd. Yeah. It's, and you keep on hearing little things here and there, and it, and it sounds like a lot of people just didn't want to swallow their egos. And maybe, you know, do what was best for the team or yeah. best for the relationship, you know? Yeah. You guys did so much in 20 years together. You you two, Bill and Tom. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? You know, you guys should be feeling lucky that you had each other in your lives. You seem to be bickering. What's going on? I know. Well, what do you, well, and we'll translate this into music. What do you think about KK's Priest? I like the music. Um, I don't. I don't like all the drama with that either. You know, like what is just... wrong with these people? I mean, yes. yeah. Like and the, and point... the thing is, they're doing this 50th anniversary. Can't mm. you just suck it up? Yes. And have KK play? Yes. Like I don't understand that because I mean, bands go out and not everybody's on the tour bus together. It's not like yeah. you know everybody's in coming into the van and you know whatever, mm -hmm. and all everybody's sleeping on the floor. You know, in the one room together. Everybody's got their own management. They've got their own everything. Yeah. You know. And it's a business. And I understand that it's a business. Yeah. So you know what? Okay, Judas Priest, it's a business. So think of think about the fans and think about if you want to yes. this to do 50th anniversary, mm -hmm. would you think when yes. they announced they were going to be a four-piece? Were you like, what? Oh, that was weird, right? And, and now, Alfred's now he's talking about it. Say, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I said that. Like, what do I, I remember all of us were going, huh? A four yeah. piece. There's so much guitar work that goes in there with the twin guitars. How's that gonna happen? Yeah, how are you Richie... gonna do fifty years of that? Yes, yeah, and then also fifty years. How are you gonna make Richie, who just had a heart attack on stage? <laughs> how are you gonna make him do like what double duty? Like more work for him? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the whole thing. The KK just... thing was weird because he left on his own. Right. And was like, I'm retiring. Right. And then, like, all of a sudden, a couple of years later, he started being like, no, no, that's not what happened. And, like, all this different and stuff came book? out. And Did you drama. read the book? Yeah, the book. And, and and then it got to a point, like, it seemed like every day on, you know, Metal Sucks and Blabbermouth, there'd be a new a new KK story where he's, like, talking smack and uh, all this other stuff. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But then he's off. like, then he wants them, you know, I wish that they'd invite me back. It's like, yes. you, you can't keep running your mouth. And then, and no. then, you know, after a while, people are going to be like, well, you know, fuck you, you know, we're not going to have you. We're not going to have you, yes. you know, but it's, and it's, it's just, it's too bad that grown, grown men can't kind of get their act together and just, you know. Yes. You're right. Cause there's because been so many bands that they, like, you know, Guns and Roses. Not like each other. Guns, you know? and, Guns roses. and Roses. They don't like each other. No. They go out. Look at all the money they're making. Get on stage. They do their thing. They sound fantastic. And then they yep. go their own way when they get on right. stage again, you know? And I, yeah. I never understood that. A lot of bands. It, it's like, um, I love Skid Row. 
And I wish yep. they would just I do get too. their ish together and go on a tour one more time before they're all not too, you know, they're going to be too old to do this yeah. pretty soon. Oh, somebody and dies or whatever. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Box still sounds fantastic. Go out there and just do one more tour. Do it. Come on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I mean, I guess for them, it's a business. For us, you know, we're more invested, you know, yeah. in our heart. Where For them, it's more, it's more of a business. Mm. Although it would be a really good business move. Yes. And I think Sebastian would be up for it. But, oh yeah, he said it. Yeah. He's like, I'll do yeah. it for the yeah. fans. Yeah. He's pissed that they won't even just work together to do an a proper anniversary box set for some of their albums. He's like, Yeah, what are we doing? It's a slave to the grind. It was just the 25th anniversary, I, I think, know. or 20th, and th yeah. nothing really happened. It's like, how do you no. do that? That album's album. so good too. Yeah, oh. and I think it hurts yeah. their legacy by by doing it does. This kind of stuff too. It does you know? when you're just petty and you're just kind of yeah. you know kind of stupid, kind of kind of. <laughs> what do you think about uh, the stadium tour? You going to that? I am. I'm definitely going. Are you to that. really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, because because I, I you know I, like I said I love Def Leppard and I want to see them and Poison puts on a hell of a show. They do actually put on a really good oh. show. They're not. They were never my favorite, but I used to see them in the day because I saw everybody in the eighties and they, they do always put on a good show. Bands. Oh, I'm a they big always... sucker for the eighties hair, hair bands. You know, you know, before the metal zone on Saturday nights, we have a house of hair, and at one yep. point that was my Saturday routine. I'd have a couple beers, listen to the house of hair. And then do the metal zone. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, but well, I actually, I listen to House of Hair and then I listen to Metal Zone. But yeah, yeah. my only issue is I want to know uh, what Vince sounds like. That should be the uh, that's the big question on all of our, our lips yeah, right now. What's he going to sound like? What's he going to look man. like? Uh, I I I was what I, I was just watching um, the Carnival of Sins tour documentary DVD a couple of weekends ago, uh, and that was from 2005, I think, and that was their 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 second big reunion tour that they did where they had the circus and right. all the different stuff going on pyro and lasers and, I, and i'm like man he sounded so good he's in shape here and he's running around and and i'm like i can't remember the last tour where that kind of happened like even on the farewell no. tour there were times where you're like what's going on with vince you know yeah just still a great show but sometimes you're he like was never, he, he was never a great singer though i no, mean i saw him to see him back in the day and you just went for the spectacle it wasn't yes. you know you're not really going to listen to him sing Absolutely. But now it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's sad, actually. Maybe, maybe you don't do like the David Lee Roth thing, you know, like yeah. maybe it's just time to just retire, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and go out on top or just go out, you know. Don't, Not everyone don't can be running James Dio and still hitting those high notes when they're 70. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw Bruce Dickinson last night do spoken word and you know he's singing mm. a cappella and you're doing like oh my god you know I right. mean, amazing still has um, you know but yeah. I and I hope that when he can't do it anymore he just yeah. bows out gracefully just says yeah. you know what I've had a good run I don't want to do backing tracks and weird mm -hmm. stuff and I don't want to do any of that I just want to go out yeah you know I don't want to be a parody of myself that's what I really love about the rush retirement yes. like that's the that's the positive side of it is that that's yeah. why these guys left is so they were like wait a minute neil's got issues physically he's not going to be able to be up to par alex has uh arthritis in his hands yes yeah he was shoes getty's even getty's not what it used to be on that last tour Still, but you could tell there were some right. changes going yeah. on there yeah yeah he, he, like, it sounded like they were like he was singing in like a different octave yes or whatever yeah yes and you're like wow like so much respect to be like, 
you can't do it at this level. Like that's it. How many bands right. do we know they go out and they're playing oh. the, the, you know, the, the local county fairs and you're like, Ugh. yeah, Jeez. it makes me sad. It just makes yes. me I see it. And I just go, Oh man, don't, please don't do this. It makes, just no. embarrasses me. It hurts me. It just makes me sad. <laughs> it just does. I just, I'm just like, oh. yeah. it's like going to see a comedian and they're bombing. And I'm just it, like, yeah. I, I'm just like, I feel so bad for them. I'm just like, Oh God, please just leave this. Have story. you ever been to a show where that's happened to you? You're, you're the, and let's say like maybe 10 people showed up and you're like, and they, it's because they sound like they sound now they've fallen. The mighty have fallen yeah. as they say. Yeah. Have you ever been to one of those yeah. shows and you're like, oof. I'm kind of sad I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of the '80s bands actually, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. I saw. Yeah. I who was it? I think it was the. I saw the Bullet Boys a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. This is maybe seven or eight years ago. They played a really backwards Podunk place in in Rhode Island, and I had that experience. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, okay. I, I saw, um, I saw um, Mike Tramp from White Lion, and I was oh yeah, like, like an acoustic thing, and I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. yep. For me, yeah. And then Dawkin. <laughs> Everybody knows the story about poor, and I love Dawkin. Yes, I do too. And that's that's when my latest one that that happened. I was at a show, and I was like, Did you go to the one in New oh, Hampshire? Okay. Did you go to the one in New Hampshire? <laughs> no. My friend. I didn't go. I had to work, and and I and I was like, "Well, I'm glad I didn't go." He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "It was just, it was just sad. It was just like, oh God, please." Yeah, they played. He goes, but uh, George Lynch was great. Oh, he's fantastic still, and, and 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 amazing. You know how great he really is, and you're like, "How is this guy not on on uh, every kid's wall that plays guitar right now?" He's yeah. so fantastic. Right behind Eddie Van Halen, I watched yes. some video of this new tour he's doing, and you're like, "Wow, he's still yeah. awesome." But amazing. yeah, Don. Uh, yeah, like I, I was at a show and he's up there and he's struggling to sing, but he's also smoking cigarettes between songs. And I'm like, what, what, what's, go what's going on here? What You're not helping doing? yourself, man. You're not helping yourself. No, what are you doing? Yeah. Take that out of there. You should be like Roger yeah. Daltrey yelling at people in the crowd who are smoking. You know? <laughs> yes. Knock it off. <laughs> Instead, you're up there doing it. Uh, drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah. And it's it just, and you just kind of wonder why there's nobody close to them that's just saying, man, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I would hope that, you know, somebody would say to me, you know, you would hope that your wife would say to you. Right. Listen. Pack it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think for some of them, it's just, they're like, you know, they're like a junkie. They, it's, it's what, it's like us and our love for music and how we don't want to ever stop going to concerts and stuff like that. Like if somebody had to tell me tomorrow that, Hey right. Steve, guess what? You, you got to stop going to concerts, you know, it's going to affect your, your hearing or something else. And right. I probably tell them to go to hell that, Hey, right. that's a yeah, risk I'm going to take me too. Cause I don't think I can be without it. So I try to always think on that side of things, but you're right. It's like, Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It's too bad. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up because I've taken up enough of your time, but man, I was so great to talk to you. You too, Melissa. And, um, Thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime oh. I get to talk music with somebody else, it's always awesome. And I miss this because we haven't had a lot of live shows lately. So I appreciate yes. it. Thank you so much. No, absolutely. I started, I started this in the pandemic so that I could talk to people about music <laughs> and, um, you know, be a geek with other geeks, you know, and it's, that's the interesting thing about doing this podcast is I have found many, many, many people like us. Oh yes. There's, yes. We're out there. We're everywhere. And the best thing about the metal community is that we're all, we kind of support each other, you know, like that's, I always said, like, 
you know, we always get a bad rap in the, the media, hard mm -hmm. rock fans, heavy metal fans. Right. But when you go to a show, what do you see? There's never really any fights or violence nope. at hard rock nope. and heavy metal nope. shows. No. no. Happens no. at other genres of music, but not with us. No, if anything, we... like I've been in shows where I'm in the pit, like you're going to be in the pit at Ghost. If you fall down, what's going to happen? Someone's going to pick, pick you me up. up. I've, oh, I've, yeah. been in that, I've been in those situations where, you know, people see me maybe because I'm a woman or I'm small or whatever, and they'll they'll mm. block me if somebody's acting stupid or whatever, or, you know? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. 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 And people, people are always very, um, I mean, you know, you know, you have knuckleheads. I mean, you can have, oh, yeah. there's always one in every you know, There's always, exactly. You know, <laughs> some guy stones a beer on you and you know, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, people are really very, very nice. And that's all we want to do is talk about, yeah. you know, talk about metal we just want to talk about the shows that we've seen and the shows we're going to see oh, and yeah. the, the albums that we own and you know that's all we that's all we want to do and that's and i've made a great community of people all over the world that just want to do this they just want to do the same thing as us just listen to music and talk about yeah. music so tell everybody where they can find you so that they can listen to you absolutely well if you go to the iHeartRadio app it's absolutely free uh you can just go on there and put in 94hjy and it pops up there and you can listen to all three hours of the show on there every saturday night at midnight uh and then you can follow me i'm on instagram uh i'm on twitter i'm on facebook you can find the doug and scarpetti page on facebook uh but reach out i tell, always tell people reach out if you want to hear something uh, i will do my damnedest to get it on the following week uh, I'll look in our heavy metal vault and see if I have it. And if not, I'll try to reach out and get it somewhere else. Uh, I brought in my own albums and stuff like that if I have to. But uh, yeah, the, check us out. And, and, you know, if you want to hear something, reach out. You know, I love, I love getting requests. I tell people like we talked about before. No one else is telling me to play anything. You want to hear something and I'm not playing it. That's your fault because you have not reached out to me. That's and asked right. For it. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> no, please check them out, guys, because it's one of my favorite shows. And I'm, like I said, I'm pretty much listen every week. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate that. And yes, let's try to uh, keep in touch and maybe Absolutely. meet at one of these shows coming up. I would we love can, uh, it. hang out a little bit. Yes. Yeah, that'd be well, great. Look for, me, look for me in the pit on Friday night. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend that I'm going with, he's, a, he's a, a photographer, so he'll be, you'll see this guy taking pictures, taking pictures everywhere <laughs> we go. He's taking pictures. He drives me nuts. But he, he's a very talented photographer, so we'll be, he'll be in the, he'll be in the pit taking pictures oh that's awesome nice <laughs> all right man well thank you so much thank you i really appreciate it it was a lot of fun and uh yeah anytime It'd be great to do this again sometime feel free to reach out anytime absolutely i'd love to have you on again <laughs> cool thanks melissa i really appreciate it have a good night okay you too bye